Yeah, okay, we talking about that real life that feel like a still life, still chasing thrills and dollar bills and living for the feels. This that life unplugged from nice unhugged, no arms to bed like Python shrugs. At least the lights on, huh? Not good enough. Push it for the better than push away the cloudy skies. Meet me out in Neverland. Treat it like communion. Do this in remembrance that life is just a work of art. I feel like I'm remembering. Welcome to the Life Unplugged Podcast, your premier interview podcast where we tell the story behind the success. I'm your host, Jeremy. And before we get into today's episode, make sure you head over to Instagram, follow me at Life Unplugged underscore podcast, and on Twitter at Life Unplugged underscore one. Of course, head over to YouTube, make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and of course, click the notification bell to make sure you get updated anytime we drop new content. Something new that we're trying for the Life Unplugged podcast is if you have a podcast or a small business, send me a 20 to 30 second clip or script like this. Here, I am Kahawia from K&K Podcast, Real Talk with Kiva and Kahawia. We are a literary podcast that deconstructs information with the intention of uplifting the Black nation. Together, we also represent Afro SoFly, a revolutionary brand that empowers members of the Afro community to express themselves fearlessly. Check us out at afrosofly.com. And once again, I'm your host, Jeremy, and we're back with a special episode. Today, we have a fellow podcaster, independent music artist, friend of the show, just just. Just been connecting over two years, Mr. Reese Black. How are you, sir? Wait, let me get it right. What? Reese L. Black. Yeah. <laughs> let me get it right. <laughs> well, listen, Reese, thank you so much for coming on and, and being on this episode. Uh, we got thank a few you. things that we're going to talk about this evening, man. I know we, you're most known for the podcast that you and Diggy have done, the Carbon Ops Rawcast, and a lot of other things that you've been doing in the podcast community, collabing with other content creators, but but today, it is going to be all about the music. You have two hot new singles that are out, so we're going to play those, let the people hear that, and hopefully everybody goes out and stream, continues to stream it, because it's been getting streamed pretty good. So, Reese, I got a question that I start off with asking all my guests, and that question is, tell the audience something that people would be surprised to know about you. Oh, man. I had my first child at the age of 40. Yeah, folks will pretty much look at me and just think that I got kids everywhere. I was like, nah, like when, you know, ha- during my little bachelor single days, I didn't get married until I was like 34, 35, somewhere around there. Yeah. And, you know, been, you know, been with my woman for like 10 years, married for nine. And then next thing you know, I, I, I was, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was afraid of being like a dad, you know, I'm already a stepfather because she already had a daughter, you know, and uh, so, and that's truly a blessing, but I was afraid of having a child of my own because, you know, you have those little moments where you don't know exactly how you're going to be as a dad, even though I had a lot of father figures in my life, great role models, you know, but I just wasn't ready. I didn't want to struggle. But as years went by, next thing you know, uh, babe, I got news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a way to come he home from work. 40th birthday weekend. He came and crashed on my birthday wow. weekend when I was 40. So he took all the steam from me toward turning 40. But it's good because that was a birthday gift for myself. But, yeah, your boy had his first child at the age of 40 wow. while married. Yeah, while married. That's good. <laughs> well, congratulations on that. Um, how, how old is he now? Thank you. Three. He just He's turned three, three on yeah. the 17th. 
Leo season. <laughs> yeah, it's right on Leo season. So, yeah, so thanks for sharing that, man. You know, we're going to talk about, like I said, the first thing we're going to talk about is about just the podcast stuff, you know, um, which is what we mostly, you know, a lot of people mostly, you know, recognize your face from you and Diggy doing the Carbon Ops Rawcast. And just talk up a little bit about that, how you guys got started doing that and, and why that came about. Oh, here we go. Shout out to my boy, Diggy Jones. That's my co-host. That's my brother in arms. You know what I mean? And of course, we got started out because uh, he actually he was actually uh, planning on doing a podcast anyway, and I was too. And he and he had an idea where him and his dad was actually going to start a little something, something. And that's when I told him, yo, I was going to start, you know, a podcast. So we just decided, like, you know what, let's go ahead and put our, put our minds together. We've done everything together music wise in the past. So why don't we just go ahead and make this magic together? And so the Carbon Ops Rawcast was born. And that's actually up on YouTube right now. If you guys want to go check it out, and if you guys are lazy, just type in CO2 Rawcast, and it will populate up in uh, YouTube. And it's also on your favorite streaming p- platform, Apple, Spotify, you know, everywhere. And so uh, we were going to continue our second season, but unfortunately, he had a bad event take place. You know, his home burned down. Oh, wow. And course all the studio equipment you know went along with it it was all over the local news and everything but wow. i can't give the reason why because i don't know if the case is you know finished yet right <laughs> but it all you know it, it all went down from there and then his son was born the next day oh wow which, which was a blessing bad right. timing but it was a blessing it, you know it gave light you know it gave light to darkness darkness here and there yeah. and then so he's just been rebuilding from that point up so we had to put the you know put the second season on hold but now that was back in 2021. He's doing all right. He moved into his new home. He got new equipment. He's ready to go, but he wants to be 100% ready to go before we go ahead and rebrand with a brand new season of the CO2 Rawcast. So, yes, y'all stay tuned. And, of course, I decided to go ahead and take it upon myself to continue the brand. So I wanted the CO2 name to stay alive. So that's when I launched my own YouTube channel actually last year, August 4th. So the one year anniversary just passed not too long ago and it's going on strong and shut, you know, please subscribe to the channel and shout out to any subs that may be watching this because we're actually pushing 1100 strong wow. considering that I've been around for a year. And that's actually tough to do considering that, you know, I'm not a female and I'm not sexy. So therefore I have to do everything round up, you know, <laughs> so I've earned my monetization and shout out to my subs who've been rocking with me for day one and shout out to all the collaborations as well, man. So I'm loving everybody. Here we are back with you again, you know, because you was the day one rider yourself. So of course I was going to come on. I appreciate that. One of the, first of all, round of of applause for the the 1100 subs, the YouTube channel, you know, shout out to Diggy. I'm glad him and his family were, were okay. And, you know, we're able to get through that, that situation. And we look forward to you guys coming back. I d- yes, when you guys first started, I was right there watching all the episodes, listening. I thought you guys had one of the most professional setups, just the whole brand, everything from the lighting, from the studio setup to the 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 vo- the the uh the ad-lib vocals with the names and the music and you know what I mean? You guys is always fresh every time you look. You see how I came through with the sweatshirt on, but you know you guys yeah. is always <laughs> You guys are always fresh every time, and so I really appreciate that. So, yeah, when I was doing the Support Series podcast, you know, that's where we, we first connected and we had a great conversation there. So, yeah, so we're All looking right. forward to you guys coming back, man. Um, so you continued the brand. Let's talk about that because I, I did want to touch on that. You continued the brand, and you did a lot of different things. Like um, 
collab with a lot of different people, but we also saw you out in the streets. We oh, saw yeah. you out in Vegas. We saw you, you know, uh, where else were you? Were, you were in your hometown, too. Yeah, you was yeah, in yeah. Miami. You were in Vegas. So what was that experience like going out, touching the people? Oh, man. Like, the Vegas, because uh, it all started there. I was actually uh, out there for the Conference of Masculine Excellence. Uh, shout out to uh, Donovan Sharp. You know, he's a popular YouTuber in the, you know, uh, in the manosphere space. Yes, and I was actually trying to get to get inside the conference so I can, you know, interview the different content creators that were there in the building. But that's, you know, lockdown tight. Not everybody could just go up in that resort and just be like, yo, can I ask some questions? Nah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What I so I had to come up with an alternative. I was like, well, I'm out here, and if I can't get in, what else am I gonna do? So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and hit the strip. Let me interview people. Let me throw some questions at some people. But what should I ask them? And at that time, that was the moment where there were viral videos of going around on women proposing to men. So I decided, well, how about I go around and I ask different women if they were proposed to a man. So I pretty much uh, charged up the iPhone, got the tripod, you know, the little stick. And then I went out there and hit the streets and with no fear, just went ahead and just ran up on people and just had conversations on, you know, with them and everything. It, it turned out to be great. And it was something that I decided I wanted to go ahead and continue. And uh, shout out to uh, my man, Alpha Villains, because he was actually the very first guest of mine on, you know, Rockclusive when I had the IG Live popping and everything. Right. You know, so uh, while I was in Vegas, he pretty much uh, obliged to come on uh, and share the platform with me. And that was when we uh, went ahead and uh, had our cool little collaboration. And I just went ahead and just, you know what, let's go ahead and keep the, you know, the cylinders popping. Let's keep it going and everything. And so... That was when I decided to do another one in South Beach. And man, it was hot out there. Yeah, but, I just came I, back I, from I, there. <laughs> Yo, the humidity is crazy out there, man. I was just there last week. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Like I'm sweaty yeah. in transition through yes. <laughs> you see one minute. My 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 tan, you know, my tan tank top was starting to turn, you know, dark. Yeah. <laughs> through each rain. Yeah. But I pushed through it. Yeah, no, that's good, and I mean the the content was definitely great, and that's uh, I mean for you to kind of do that, just just the brain of a content creator, how you like, hey, I gotta switch up what I, I thought I was gonna do one thing, and then it turned into something good. And shout out to you know my man from Alpha Villains, man, because he he puts out some really good content. So everybody yeah. go follow Alpha Villains and make sure you check his live show out uh, Monday through Friday on YouTube. Um, but I always try to jump in, drop a comment because I can't always stay on. But yeah, he's 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 doing some great things in the in the podcast community too. We need to go and support mm-hmm. him as well. So um, yes, so yeah, so one thing too, just to touch on this one last thing about podcasting before we get into the music part. Um, one of the things because you talk about you were at the masculinity convention. Uh, what was the exact name of it again? You said it was called, yeah, it was called the Conference of Masculine Excellence. Uh, that was presented by Donovan Sharp, the YouTuber, and he had another one out there in Miami when I was there. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so, so I ran, so I ran into it again, and uh, that was when I, I didn't go into it that time. I decided like this. I was actually there in Miami to talk to the public that time. Okay, in, in South Beach, you know, so that was fun. So uh, I didn't have any plans to go to the um, to the conference, but I did meet up with Alpha Villains. And you know we uh had, you know had a great time. We kicked it out of a restaurant, had some drinks, just chopped nice. it up about about the creator economy and how tough it is. Just the dark side of you know YouTube and content creation, and you know it was it was all pure game, man. And actually, he's going to be on a new special of mine. He's going to be co-hosting with Affy Kingdom. So 
yes, a new special is coming because I like to switch things up, as you said. So, yeah, yeah we got something hard coming for you next month. One thing that you guys do is that you do focus on the masculinity part. Uh, he talks a lot about, you know, being on your purpose. You guys talk a lot about relationships and different things like that. Uh, why do you guys, why do you feel that it's important that you touch on those topics? Me personally, especially now that I have my own platform, I feel that it's actually serious for the sake of like uh, the community. With, like you kind of like if you, anybody's actually been in the space, there's a whole lot of contention. So you got the ladies on one end talking about men need to protect women, right? And then on the other end, you got, I don't need no man. And then on the other end, you got women trying to finesse men. Then on the other end, you got men simping for women, but simping for the wrong women and end up getting caught up. So as you see, there's really no examples, not too many examples in the space. So when me and Diggy got on, we're two family men. It's very rare that you actually have two family men with kids and all and the wife yeah. that actually you know, actually have game. I mean, now you actually have like, you know, your coaches and you also have YouTubers out there that talk game, you know, but they're single or some of them are in a relationship or some of them are like in a relationship, but they're open. Like there's so many tentacles, you know, right. on this on this on the octopus when it comes to this arena. But what we needed, but when we came on, we felt that we were kind of obligated as family men to represent family men who can also kick the game. And of course we got like a backlash. Like I still get backlash because it's like, well, you guys are married. So why are you guys talking about game? And it's like, well, you had to date in order to yes. get married. <laughs> so we're, we, we're in the Super Bowl and we win the title every year, which is called the anniversary. Yes, so exactly. We, yeah. So we kind of had to like go through, a whole bunch of women, whether we were sleeping with them or not, we had to get to that one to settle down and build with. And now we've gotten that. Yeah. But the aspect of that was missing. Now now today, don't nobody want to be married. Or if they do want to be married, they don't want to be married to nobody black. So now, as you see, it's shaking up. But to me, that, that's more content for me. So now I can talk about all these other things and other content creators to talk, to talk about all these other things too. And if they oppose it, that's when we can all get together and get on each other's platform and pick each other's minds. Okay, so why do you oppose this? Why do you oppose that? And then we can actually see each other's perspective. Like if anybody's followed my platform, I haven't had anybody contentious, right? right? There was really no debates. Even on the raw cast, we didn't have anybody coming on the show debating like crazy. We always have healthy conversations because we want to basically educate the viewer. We all are pretty much in the same picture but in different poses. Mm, so wow. that's pretty, yeah. So that's pretty much like why we are the way we are. It's like, okay, nobody usually talks to family men like us. We got mouths on us. We could be a little bit rambunctious and obnoxious. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But it's all entertainment for the viewers. And then you have me, the rapper. So we're a mixed <laughs> bag. <laughs> so yeah. We're not bored over here. And that's so a, there's no bored. Good point. And that you actually make a good point about being a mixed bag because, um, how do you think the fact that you got married later in life oh, helps yeah. or assists with that? Yeah, because now, D, you know, DJ, he actually been with his wife forever. We've been making fun of him. It's like, well, happy you know, 25th year anniversary. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, I got 25 years <laughs> in. They've been together forever. And then you have me, the playboy, who just played along all the way into his mid-30s until he just felt like it was time to hang it up. So, of course, I'm going to have a little bit more in an in-depth position 
on, you know, so-called game. And just for the viewers out there, when we're talking about games, we're not talking about pickup artistry. Game, we're talking about information, self-improvement, because those are the two type of things that you basically got to grab on in order to, like, attract other people, not just attract women, but attract a network. So game is basically knowing how to conduct yourself in an interview or at work or networking for, like, music, business, podcasting, just like this. This is game right here because we want to collaborate because we all have the same goal. We want to entertain the viewers. We want to work with one another and we want to basically share each other's networks, networks. You might have somebody I want to collab with and vice versa. I can help you get, you know, alpha villains. If you want to chop it up on a one. So that's game right there and self-improvement, just being healthy, just staying alive, just taking care of yourself, just being better. It's like, yeah, you want a championship, but how about a gold medal? That means you're the best in the freaking world. Exactly. You're repping your country, like rep yourself hard. Then you can go ahead and get in over to the area of dating. And, you know, that's like the last part of game. Okay. Now, if you feel like you're comfortable and you have the confidence, confidence meaning you are, you have no fear of failure, no fear of rejection, then go ahead, utilize your mouthpiece, spit game and go a holler at her. And a lot, and everybody, there's no right or wrong way to do that. You do what's, fit and suitable for you and if you get you know if you get curved onto the next one plenty of fish in the sea there's plenty of women everywhere and that area is like the little edgy area in this field <laughs> because a lot of guys give up quick but we just hope to continue to be the inspiration and motivation that cats need like hey we've been there too but just keep on going so here's another question for you mm-hmm. once you guys get back into this season two which we're looking forward to what can we expect? Oh, it's been so long. We're not even calling this season two. We're just going to new, <laughs> new season. New <laughs> season. When, when, we, when we start up again, it's like a rebrand. Right. Man, oh, I am so juiced about it when we when we uh, get started in it because now we're doing what we plan to do for season two. We were going to go ahead and hit up that pop culture because – we have been like so in love with music. Music is dear, dear to us, like we explained it before, right? And you can tell by the uh, by the content. We always incorporate music, so we were going to be doing, you know, music reviews. You know, um, if, you know, depending on the how the fair use is used. Yeah, we want to react to music videos. We want to react to new albums dropping and everything. We want to react to the drama that's going on in the relationships yeah. of some of these celebrities and everything. We really don't want to go the gossip route, but we know that it's hot. But we want to basically take somebody's situation and spit game on it like blue face and whatever oh, his girlfriend's Chris, name is they Chris keep Sean on punching each other in the face yeah christian something like that yeah. all i know is they keep socking each other in the face and somebody needs to speak on that and so yeah. we're, we're gonna be dropping bombs on things like that and yeah we've got like more collaborations and of course you know more music more more vlogging so if i'm out and about you know, about to do a show or something, you know, Lord willing, then of course you'll be able to see like the behind the scenes look and everything. So we're going to be incorporating like a whole bunch of stuff, even talking about, you know, sports and things of that nature, because that was the direction of where we were going. That was our inspiration. We were ready, but the unfortunate event happened. And right. so now we took a break. And during that break, we already talked about this, me and Diggy. And so now when he's ready, yo, yeah, we're coming back strong once again. That's great. And we're looking forward to it, man. And it's a great segue uh, to the music because that's really what we're here for today because we want to promote these two new singles that you have out, Magnificent and Leo Season. And, you know, you you, you said it. You, you're the rapper. 
it, it's in you. Like, how, how long have you been rapping? Because really, we a lot of people didn't know that. Like, we really didn't know that. I, I think when when you guys came on the support series, you I had said, man, your production is so well, and that's how you guys revealed it. Like, hey, we've been doing music. We kind of use what we have. But how did you get to rapping? Man, we've been, me and Diggy, we've been rapping since we were teenagers. You know, we, okay. we've all been. We know we've all been expi- inspired by you know '90s hip hop. You know I'm a '70s baby, so of course we're yes, a little bit pop, N.W.A. You know you name it, Run, D.M.C. You know yeah. everybody. I, I'm preaching to the choir right now. Yeah, and you read. <laughs> so, look, you read. You read. Look, you read my notes. I, I got that on there. <laughs> yeah. So we've all we grew up with every icon, you know, dead or alive, right? Yeah. And so we've been spitting, you know, since we was in our early 20s. We dropped albums in our early 20s. And then so me, I just, me personally, I just stopped because, you know, you know, simp story, simp, simp time story. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I was... <laughs> I was engaged when I was 25. My girlfriend left me and I just decided I didn't want to do music anymore. So that's what happened. So I locked the beast in, you know, in a cage, unfortunately. Okay. And now that I got my own platform and everything, and I kind of saw how easy it was to pretty much bang out records and bang out promotions and just create a fan, a cult following for yourself. So it was like, why not? So I decided this is where we get into how it all began. I decided to pretty much, I'm going to drop one song. And, or two, you know, f- as a soundtrack for my YouTube channel, right? So I decided to drop Magnificent as a joke because the song is about a dude who got a lap dance for the first time. So I just, that was, I didn't take that seriously. But a lot of people did. They liked the songs. So I'm like, oh, okay. It's a good then, song. Yeah, that's how, that's what I thought. <laughs> I'm trying to get into the strip clubs now. So <laughs> Right, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, so they like that track and everything. And then Leo season was a joke because I was like, okay, if I'm going to do a song, I want to do a song that has an impact that's kind of funny, that can actually get played like at a, on a certain occasion. So I decided I'm going to go ahead and make a song about, I don't know, being a Leo. I'm going to go ahead and knock out all the stereotypes, poke fun at it, poke fun at it, but I'm going to make it a hot track. Yeah. But I didn't know how to write it. (laughs) So I decided, yeah, so the writer's block was kicking in and everything, and I was like, I'm about to give up. But then again, when I started writing the song, it started flowing, and then I wrote the hook. I was going to sing the hook, but I was like, man, I don't want to sing this crap, and so I need to get somebody else to sing it, and that's when I went ahead and tapped Raven's Justice, who's singing the hook. He's also a Bay Area singer out here, and (laughs) he's a Leo. Wow. (laughs) I'm a Leo. Oh <laughs> yes, so that's why the Nobody song when it came. Get along, man. Like, well, well, you released that. You released that song. What day? Do you remember the date? I want to say it was the twenty sixth of July. See, I like 26th, 28th around that uh, that that week. Yeah, yeah. See, I be paying attention. So my birthday is the twenty fifth. Yeah. Oh, actually, the video was released twenty sixth, twenty eighth. Okay. The song was streaming July thirteenth. That's when okay. it went every. We're everywhere. Yeah. So my birthday is yeah. the twenty fifth of July. So I was, you know, so I was, I was you playing just it. it. You started it. Yeah, I was right there on it. You know what I mean? So I was writing the song. So it's that's funny. You like, you like, yo, I, I made them songs as jokes, but honestly, those are solid songs. The production is very well. The mastering is very well, and they're both yeah. very catchy songs, man. So I got a few more questions about the music, but what we're yeah. going to do is we're going to get into these tracks, man. The the first one we're going to get into is uh, magnificent. By Reese L. Black. Good evening, Mr. Black. 
lights, camera all action. Dim ambiance, high fashion. White luminescence from black lights. LEDs in my sight. Aromatherapy in the air. Mixed with oil and spices. Chanel breezes right past me. When I sit, she comes to dash me. She says, I can tell the way you're sitting, you're uncomfortable. Let me put this drop down like a convertible. Baby, kick back, relax, I'll take care of you. Keep your money in your pocket, baby, it's not fair to you. Her hands on my knees, baby, this one's on me. When I'm dead, finished, guarantee you'll be in love with me. Never had a lap dance in my life, got the butterflies. Look me in my eyes, no surprise, baby, all I need is one second, one minute, one hour, got him. One sin, one kiss, one look, got him. One gaze, one dance, one shake, one rub, one moment, had this man fallen in love. One second, one minute, one hour, got him. One sin, one kiss, one look. Kids are on my mind. Oh God, I miss him. I shouldn't even be here. Now she takes me into her world. She leads me into a private room. I can tell she wants to be my girl. She says, All you gotta do is take it in and breathe a bit. Making this pass, rocking her hips. Now I'm high again, and my heart is taking a beating as I'm being seated, feeling defeated by my lust. And things are getting heated like a big baby, no longer being a man of steel. Baddie got me hot over here, begging for a feel. Hell, is it me or the Molly that gave me butterflies? Look me in my eyes, no surprise, baby. All I need is one second, one minute, one hour. One look, got him. One gaze, one dance, one shake, one rub, one moment. Had this man fallen in love. One second, one minute, one hour, got him. One sin, one kiss, one look, got him. One gaze, one dance. So you you kind of let us know that this was this is a fictional. Man, <laughs> you made this up. It was it was the inspiration behind this. Now you already you already see say hey it's about a, this first lap dance or first time in the strip club, but like you know, where did it come from? All right. This is okay, this is actually hilarious. Um believe it or not, I was actually um okay. I'm okay, I'm gonna be honest. Y'all know I'm I'm <laughs> there we go. No. See this, this see look, look before you ask see this is this is what the Life Unplugged podcast is about. It's about the story behind the success. So this is what it is. This is good stuff. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and be honest because you know I'm actually a former exotic exotic entertainer. I'm a former stripper. Okay. Right. Oh yeah, I did I strip back when I was like in my, you know, my early thirties somewhere. And then I was in the and I was watching the show All the Queen's Men. Because I had read the book by Christian Keys, it's actually on BET, right? Okay. <laughs> and I was, it's kind of it's funny, it's funny and entertaining, believe it or not, right? And then so when I was actually like, you know, everything kind of like came in together, and I was just like, if I'm going to make a song, what do I want the song to be about? I'm gonna go ahead and be funny. How about how about I make the make a strip a song for the strip joint? But I didn't want it to be typical. I wanted to do something unconventional, something that. You know what? How about I make a song about if I got a lap dance for the first time? <laughs> and so the rest was history and magnificent. That's kind of something I always say. Anybody knows, you know, knows me personally, I always say that word, you know, okay. who she magnificent. Like I always <laughs> right. <laughs> that was my main compliment. That was like always it. So that's why anybody who knows me personally heard this, I was like, no, he did not call yeah, this song. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So but then you know, shout out to Benji Yang because, you know, he produced the track and everything. He also produced Leo season two, Asian okay. dude, you know, shout out to him. Yeah. And then so I was like, this is flowing pretty well. And then 
it started like, like when I started writing and everything and I started rapping to when I started freestyling a little bit, it started rolling off the tongue. And then I had to do something to make it a little bit more excited. So, of course, you know, the twist came in because it probably picked up that iconic rap faster in there. Yeah. And then the rest was history. And I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and push this one. So I started looking into distributors and everything, found an independent one. And the song, you know, streamed for about a couple of weeks pretty good. And then I was like, you know what, this is this you know what let me make another one and yeah. got it a little season it's good man i could definitely hear this song being the song being played in, in the background so um it, it has this it has the stamp of approval for that what i, I want to ask you about hip-hop we talked about yeah. you know growing up in the bay area and all the icons everybody west coast but E-40 is huge. Like, what does E-40 really mean to the, you know, I'm not, from, you know, being from the East Coast, I'm not real familiar. I mean, I'm familiar with E-40, but I don't really know the impact. So, like, what what yeah. influence does he have on hip-hop on the East Coast? I mean, on the West Coast? Oh, uh, E-40 is, he is what we call the ambassador of the Bay. Wow. He is. Yeah, he is definitely the trendsetter. Every, every word that made you go, huh? Every slang word came from him. Wow. He made up like, the, the man, like the language that we say, <laughs> you know, from the dig, from Fashigity, from all of that, you know what I mean? From to the neck, to all of that, you know what I mean? To, wow. to ghost riding like that. That's all here. 40 water. He came up, he came up with all of that. He has such an impact on like local hip hop because of the hustle that he has. I mean, he, the man still raps like he's broke man is either in his 50s or pushing 50s and he's just makes records like like it's a hobby and they all still slap yeah so he's like a you know he's a great inspiration you know to to the hustler and on top of all that you know he's in business like he has a chain of uh, i believe wing stops or fat burgers he has his own winery he has his own tequila his own cognac you know earl stevens like he's a brand so he's actually one of the few moguls that we actually have in the local Bay Area that you can look towards to as a blueprint. And that's very impactful, especially in my era, because I remember when he was doing free concerts wearing a black cap that said E-40 and a black T-shirt that just said E-40 on it. Wow. So we all remember things about him. And now it's like, wow, look at him. He's like, that's E-40. Like, I, I want to do a track with E-40 before I die. Wow. <laughs> I would. I would love to do that but for the bay area standpoint yeah he is the ambassador he said it down him he had too short i don't want to just you know leave, right. leave it to four but leave out too short but yeah short dog all influential mac dre you know rest in peace to him okay. like these were all the trendsetters when it came to the bay and we fed off of that i don't know on the gangster side you had spice one he was my favorite rapper you know, in the Bay Area. I love Spice One. But like all of these individuals, yeah. And and then as you see, the Bay is mainstream. I got five on it. A lot of people don't know that the Loonies are from Oakland. Didn't <laughs> I know everybody that. everybody sings that song. I yeah, thought they were from New know? York. Yeah, they, they are from we, we Oakland. Because th- that song was in heavy rotation, you know, on the yeah. East Coast. You know, we was we was saying that. That was heavy rotation. So um, Yeah, but a lot about hip hop wise, everything you know that was pretty much big that you may have known was in the Bay. The Mac, the movie with Max Julian, Goldie, right here wow. from the Bay Area, Oakland. Romeo Must Die, Jet Li and Aaliyah, Oakland. Wow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we have a whole lot of stuff, you know, come from out here that a lot of people don't know of. And man, it's like, yeah, we had a whole, we have a whole lot of pack of impact. People forget Black Panther. If you saw the movie, <laughs> yeah. 
Good point. Yeah, Ryan Coop, yeah, Ryan Coogler, the director. He's from Oakland and he made you he let he let you know damn sure he put Oakland on the map because you saw in the very beginning of Black Panther, Oakland, California. Yes. Even though that was supposed to be Harlem, but he didn't care. Yeah, obviously. he did not care. <laughs> <laughs> we felt that though. Shout out to Ryan Coogler though. Yeah. Again, growing up on the East Coast, obviously Bad Boy, Biggie, you know, Nas, the whole New York Philly thing. Obviously we knew yeah. who E forty was. I mean, that's not even a question. But the sound was different. So on the East Coast, we, it really just sounded different to us. It was like, what's that? You know, unless you really, mm-hmm. like, sat down and were like, man, this guy is a genius. Um, if it wasn't Tupac, we really didn't know. Or N.W.A. You know, so that right. was, like, the, the big sound. But uh, I do know that E-40, you know, I, I mean, and in my older years, I've listened to a lot of his stuff. But do know that he's had that big influence on, on the Bay area. So that's cool. So I was curious yeah. to, you know, to hear from somebody who's from there, the impact that he would have, you know, on you, especially being a rapper. So, so let's get into this uh, next track, Leo season. You're Leo. August 20th. Your son's a Leo. Was just Saturday. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm a Leo. Leo season by Mr. Reese L. Black. Everybody's eyes look around. It's a movie going down. Everybody's lit and it's all good vibes. Let me throw a salute to the DJ. Cranberry rose on display. Sexy ladies come this way, and I'm not getting faded all the way. I'm feeling like a million made it to another year. So blessed, no stress, gotta switch gears. Leo season up in here. Throw the mills up, we in here. I'm always on point. You better believe it. 
always looking my best Looking better than all the rest Recognize this on season So you said that you made these tracks. You're like, oh, let me just throw this together, man. This is just a, I'm just gonna play around with this. Like we waiting for when you make a like. So when do you? Where's the real track there? Because these are these are these are really good songs. They're catchy. I mean, you know, I know I've been listening to it for you know a couple months now, and I'm singing the words. I'm singing along to it. So when, when's the next one? <laughs> oh. The next one is actually going to be dropping uh, in uh, next month in September. Uh, it's actually called I Need You. You know, if uh, anybody uh, wants to follow me on the gram, good evening, Mr. Black. I'm actually posting clips of like, uh, you know, anything I do in the studio. And I Need You is like a cool little slow jam that I made with um, uh, Derek King. He's actually from the Bay Area as well. But a lot of people may know him as more of a, like, a YouTube vlogger. Like he's really, really popular you know, over in social media and on YouTube and everything. I believe he's out there um, in, in uh, LA Hollywood now. Okay. So that's going to be the next one. Shout out to Diggy because he said it's time for you to slow it down. And that's the track to go ahead and blow up. And unfortunately, but fortunately, now we're taking things very, very seriously on the music thing. If yes. anybody like followed me. Yeah, so so, so that's work now. Great segue to my next question. But I want to talk right, about, right. you know, talk about Diggy's influence in, in these tracks and the tracks that you're coming up. What's what's that friendship and the influence on the music? What's that meant to you? And how has he been a part of that? None. This has been all me. <laughs> so, really? he's, right. he's just he's just being, you know, the other uh, other half in the brain, because the thing is, I'm a, it's, it's, doing music is like doing content creation. It's, it's very, very difficult if you do it on your own. You know, so when I told Diggy that, you know what, I'm actually going to go ahead and push this and get serious about it. Like, especially when we uh, shot the video for Leo season. Yeah, he was all for it because, you know, he's the visual guy. He's the cinematographer. Okay. And uh, shout out to, uh, you know, Sly Peso, who's another Bay Area rapper in Sanko Films because they directed the video and everything. So getting those two together and getting the vision amplified. We made a great video all together and shout out to everybody that showed up and everything. And then so he pretty much was he's the man behind the eyes, you know, behind the visuals, because he's a photographer. Right. You know, he's in cinematography. Diggy, as you can see from the CO2. So when it came to the video, yeah, he pretty much took care of, the, you know, the position of the lighting. If anything was out of place, he made sure everything was straight on I me. Mean, he played director the whole entire time and everything. And now, you know, he's going to be also co-directing the next video, which is going to be uh, I Need You, which is going to be coming later and everything. So, yeah, I, 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 I admit, it's like, I can't do this alone. And so he, whatever idea I may not be able to come up with, he has. And that's how it was like, that's why I worked with the podcast and everything. So when we got into the music part, yeah, he, even though he raps too, He's taking a backseat to rapping, but he wants right. to do a track. But right now, he's flexing that cinematography. So his impact that he's having on this project right now is just his eyes, just his sight, yeah. his visuals, what he wants to put together in his mind as far as a video project now. So I actually am very grateful that he's even like, you know, willing, you know, to take time out to go ahead and plan this. Like he already has a story planned out for the next wow. and everything. Great. I'm on board and everything. So Things have gotten very, very serious. And like you said, even though these are two fun tracks, when are the serious ones dropping? Yeah. Like, well, the serious ones have already been done. I'm right. just now 
rolling them out, giving people clips, because I want people to like find me, try to develop a cool, cool little cult following and everything, get some supporters in. I'm hoping everybody digs the, you know, the next projects that come out. Yeah. Well, we're definitely looking forward to it. And it's invaluable to have someone like Diggy, a, a friend, first of all, first and foremost, a friend that you, you've had for a, yeah. a long time, many years. Uh, so that's invaluable to have that because he, he has the vision, but he knows you and he kind of knows to put you in a position for you to be successful. So that's so good. So that's shout out to Diggy for that. And we look forward to seeing you guys come back with the podcast. But, um, the last question that I'll, I'll ask you is a little, a little bit of a fun question. Do you remember your first rap that you wrote? Oh, geez. No, <laughs> no. I, re- I remember the song, but I don't remember the lyrics. That's how long ago it was. Uh, it was, it was, called, it was called everlasting life, <laughs> everlasting life. Yeah, it was a gospel song. It was a okay. gospel rap song. Yeah, uh, actually, if anybody want to look it up, uh, yeah, I was actually a gospel rapper. You know, before anybody be like, "Hey, what are you talking about? Leo season bullshit." Me <laughs> cussing it. He <laughs> was a gospel rapper back in the day, so I'm gonna go ahead and like go ahead and throw propane on the flame right now. So yeah, Mercenary Six was my old stage name. Wave, like I want to say, 20 years ago. I was like 22 or whatever, right? And um, yeah, it's a full blown uh, 12, 13 track gospel album, I believe, of me rapping. And yeah, my voice is all high and everything. But Everlasting Life was the very first rap song for gospel that I've ever written. I had my sister Candace sing the hook on it. And yeah, a lot of people liked it and everything. And I sold a few copies from the trunk way back in the day, too, when I was younger. That's great, man. Well, listen, Reese, I appreciate you coming through um, doing this. you know, first of all, everybody go stream Leo season, go stream magnificent. The video for both tracks is out on YouTube. And, um, mm-hmm. why don't you t- like, what's we got the podcast is coming. You got this next track that's coming out. What else? What, a year from now, two years from now, where, where, where do you see <sighs> Mr. Resale black being? Man, Two years from now, I see the platform has grown to the point where I can now say what I want to say and <laughs> and not care. Right now, I'm in that stage where I got to be careful because, uh, you know, every video I post, I lose two subs. And I, right. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like stop caring. I'm like, look, screw everybody. I'm going to just go ahead. And I, I just kind of got comfortable with the fact that you can't please everybody. Even like some people may not want to hear me do music stuff. They want to hear me talk about game dating and you know, whatever. And then you got, I might have another fan base that want me to go ahead and get into pop culture. But in two years, I kind of see myself, you know, with a, you know, good following enough to where they just rock with me and rock with Diggy, no matter what we do. And hopefully, you know, be able to do this full, full time, you know, uh, doing the YouTube and the music thing. And hopefully, Oh, I might as well plug this right now. I mean, next year, the full album drops. So it's about 10 songs or whatever. So I decided to say, screw it. I'll come out with an album. <laughs> I, I like it. That was going to be my next question. Could we expect the album or EP? So that next year. So we're looking forward to that. That's that's good, man. Well, congratulations yep. on everything. Congratulations on the new tracks. Magnificent. Leo season. The videos are hot. Everything is great. Um, you know, you guys produce an amazing show. So we're looking forward to the carbon ops broadcast coming back real soon and getting to see Diggy back in the back behind the microphone as well. Uh, so we look forward to that, you know, right now, Reese, here's an opportunity for you to just tell people how they can connect with you on socials, um, and, and hear the music. Yeah. First and foremost, if you, uh, want to go ahead and follow the show information on the ground, CO2 rawcast, And if you want to be nosy and follow me personally on the ground. 
Good Evening Mr. Black, all one word. And also on Facebook, CO2 Rawcast. We're still up there as well. And if you want to go ahead and find your boy on YouTube, just go into YouTube and type in Reese L. Black or Merciless Reese L. Black. You'll be able to come to my platform. Actually, the video Leo season is actually still playing up on my platform because I broke hella money on it. So y'all better watch them get the views up and everything. And yeah, I'm here to stay. Oh, and I got to do this. I got to shout out your peoples. You know, shout out to Omar Tyree, you know, author of Fly Girl. He actually has a label pop into Hot Lava Entertainment. And it's interesting how we both were doing music at the same time, (laughs) you know, so. Please, you know, your peoples, you know, go support, you know, that channel, Hot Lava Entertainment, you know, support him. You know, I know we couldn't get the man money so he can make that Fly Girl movie, but that boy has some. He's a dope producer, and the artists that he works with are just very, very you know, exceptional. So I had to go ahead and throw that out there. And shout out to DJ Epps, you know, DJ for playing. He played both of my tracks first on his set, yes, Magnificent and Leo Season. And I'm just grateful that, you know, he even allowed that to happen. And, you know, shout out to DJ Noise. Same deal, man. I'm coming. That's what's up, man. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me, man. I really appreciate you coming through. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Life Unplugged podcast. Of course, you can follow me at Life Unplugged underscore podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Life Unplugged underscore one. Check out the YouTube channel as well. Click that notification bell. I appreciate you guys for joining me on this episode. And I'll see you on the next one.